Hey y'all, it's Eden and Courtney. Welcome to Kinda Sorta Cinephiles, a podcast dedicated to giving you real and honest reviews on the classics, cult, hood, pop culture, and everything <laughs> in between. Let's get in today's episode. So we watched Courtney. We watched Chinatown, a I guess a classic. <laughs> it, it is a classic. It is. It's a beloved film or a movie beloved in the film world industry, mm. I guess. And it's interesting, to say the least. It's interesting. It's it's nuanced. Noir. Um, noir. That's what they're calling it. They said it was a that's noir. That's what the girls are saying. That's what the girls were saying. And that's what Letterboxd said. So yes. I trust those girls the most. And we also have a special surprise for our listeners. In the right corner, <laughs> Lance Williams, a Morehouse College alum, Yo. Dallas, Texas native. Beep, 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 beep. Tell the people about yourself, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, it's great to be here. Thank y'all for having me. Um, Like she said, my name is Lance Williams. And yeah, I'm a Morehouse alum, yes. But I'm also a owner of a film company in Dallas, Texas called We Will Studios, um, which is a film company that strives to, you know, not only entertain people with amazing films and stuff like that, but also to, you know, inspire aspiring creatives and visionaries to go after their dreams and goals confidently and gain the confidence to say, I will. You feel me? Yeah, thank y'all so much for having Y'all couldn't see, but we was over there. Yes, we love that. (laughs) We love inspirational Black men. We do. Let's go check out his films and, you know, subscribe, follow, all the good things. We'll definitely have Tim tagged and so you guys can follow this episode drops. We don't normally condone Black men on podcasts, but but today, here we we are. <laughs> you know we had to throw that in there. We had to. Let's talk about the trailer for this movie. It was it was something. It was something. I'm going to let Lance speak about his trailer experience first and then mm. we'll get into ours because I feel, I feel like it's different. It's a lot different. And so we need to see how you thought about the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how trailers look today? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like that. I don't know. It looks like, I don't know. It just looks like, what is it like? It was like a three minutes. It was very long footage from the movie. Like at least thrown in there. Like it wasn't placed in a way to where it'd be like, oh my gosh, what's, oh, I need to go see this. You know, I don't know if they, I don't know if they really cared about that back then. You know, I don't think so. I think because a lot of the films back in the day were really like, I would say they felt like plays. It was like people Mm -hmm. wanted to go see plays, but in like in cinema. So when they made these trailers it was like coming soon jack nicholson and like <laughs> you know it was like this yeah, yeah, like, yeah. they're like we want you to come see this so we're gonna in a sense spoil the movie um they really did because homegirl was getting slapped in the trailer slapped the <laughs> shit out of her and i was oh like my god hell me i was shocked i was like dang I was, this man I, is I was, violent domestic no nah, yeah because he wasn't doing that the whole time like the he whole wasn't. movie went on that energy yeah. but the fact that he did it at all is still you know Crazy. a lot and i feel like you know i don't want to spoil the movie before we get into it but she was you know pow 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 she, she should have just shot his ass because the second right. he was because he hit her hard as hell like and then she fell on the floor like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, like, he must be really upset with her. Whatever she said to him. I thought it was a lover's quarrel, which it kind of was. but It kind of was. It kind of was. I think what Lance said kind of wrapped it up well. Mm Because it wasn't like a 2022 trailer. It was just like a, hey, we're going to show you some clips. Hopefully you want to come see it. Grab your popcorn on the way in. 
And you were just going to have to watch it to find out. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do think that this trailer was revamped. Like, I don't think this was oh, the original sure. trailer that they showed when this movie first came out. I feel like this was something that, like, either the people at HBO put together or mm-hmm. whoever owned the company owned the movie before when they sold to HBO was like, y'all need a trailer. We put this together real quick for y'all. Because mm-hmm. it did feel a little bit, not a lot, because... <laughs> A little bit more modern than like, I feel like this gave me more like 2004 trailer versus 1978 trailer. So it was like- also what, Technicolor? Was it Technicolor when the movie came out? Well, it had to have been. It had to. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because I never understood like the difference between something being shot in Technicolor and then it being like revamped or like re-released with CinemaScope and all that, you know. I cannot even lie. I don't even know what that means. Oh. Um, I don't know what technical. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here like, Everybody yeah. doesn't watch the direct <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's a weird process because I'll be thinking that too. Like, how y'all gonna pull a movie that was mm-hmm. made in a completely different era of like equipment and everything? Well, right. And then next thing you know, it's like on Blu-ray. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like that is true. Now I'm saying I feel like most studios are like because they have the original print, they're like true. go to the techie people, like, hey, we need this done. And I feel like it's techie a way people? to like put this in like the machine. Like, you know how like we used to take VHS tapes to DVD. That's what it gives me. It's like their version of VHS tapes to DVD. Yeah. And they're like, and then also when we make DVD, now we can put it on streaming sites like HBO. This is just our Blu-ray DVD. That's from true. Yeah, that is fair. It VHS. might be easier than it seems, no cap. So yeah. yeah. Getting there alone. We're talking about this forever. But I did have <laughs> <Yes>. a tiny <laughs> now I'm like, is it like what they did with um a trip to the moon where the guy like painted over each frame to make the color? Is that what Technicolor is? I don't even, I don't, I don't know, man. I can't. <laughs> this is getting real. This is, we're called kind of, sort of, cinephile. Yeah, it's kind of, sort of. This is getting a little too cinephile <laughs> for me. <laughs> this is getting cinephiles. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Anywho, let's just get into our first thoughts of the mm-hmm. movie. I think Lance is the only one of us who has seen this movie before. You are. So how about you yeah. tell us about your first thoughts since yeah. you have seen this before? And I guess, why did you decide to watch this movie? Like, what yes. was the, that made you be like, this is the one I want to watch? Yeah, for sure. I want to say about two years ago, whenever I was getting more serious about my filmmaking and everything like that, I'd always have a love for whodunit mysteries and movies mm-hmm. like that. And not too like I think uh I had watched Knives Out when that, when that movie came out in like 2019. And I was just in all of it because i was like yes this is the stuff i like and then you know the best way to kind of like understand the genre more so that you could write it easier in your scripts and stuff like that is Mm -hmm. to like see what movies have done it in the best way i should say I was doing a lot of research as far as like, hey, what are some good whodunit mystery movies? This is that, 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 and the third. And then Chinatown came up over and over and over. Even in this book I was reading about screenwriting called Story by Robert McKee, he was even talking about Chinatown a lot in there. And I was like, man, let me let me see what this movie about, man. <laughs> like, let me just see what's up. At the time, it wasn't, HBO Max wasn't a thing, so I had to- yeah. I'm going to just say I have to use my own methods to watch the movie. Oh, I was going to say, did you spend some money? Did you rent it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, uh, we. Yeah. I had to use uh, meth in. <laughs> and basically, I watched it, and I was just like, 
wow, this was okay. I like this. Of course, like read like people's thoughts and opinions, and everybody was just saying like, mm -hmm. yo, this is a mystery movie. This is like a true mystery movie. This is that, 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 and the third. Ever since then, I've always, I was like, yes, I love this movie. Mm. Yeah, my I ain't know about none of that other stuff, but just no, I really <laughs> like this. Like outside none of that, me. I really love this movie though because. It was just great with the, the, you just, I don't know. It was just hard for you to really tell who did whatever, like the crime mm -hmm. or whatever like that. And it had a lot of red herrings that made you think this person did it or mm -hmm. this person didn't. Like, it was just really, I just loved how it was. Come on, and it was well-written, well <laughs> so yeah, for sure. I, okay, I agree. I do agree with that. The movie is um, very beautiful. Story-wise, it's really good. Yeah, story-wise, like the look of it, it's a very mm -hmm. beautiful film. But my first thought <laughs> going into this project, I'm not I'm not even gonna lie, you know, this is a safe space. I really did not want to watch this movie. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's old, man. Well, I was just like, I don't really feel like sitting down to another period piece um mm -hmm. that's gonna be two and a half hours because yeah. I like after my fair lady, oof, well, oh. they that had me but that was like three hours long. It was. The time it took me to get my hair braided was the time I watched that movie. And like, that should let you yeah. know, like I was in that chair for a minute. <laughs> Super long movie. We had an intermission. So I was yeah. like, I'm really not in the mood to watch this. And also I like Jack Nicholson, but like not enough to really like get into one of his movies. Like I don't think it's a Jack Nicholson movie that really stands out to me. Like this might be the first one that I'm like, oh, Jack Nicholson. But aside from this, I'm like, Okay, like he's that um, spunky white man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then I watched that trailer and I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. But I did like from the trailer, which I think stood out for the movie, which is a big thing for me. I love a good score. Like I love a big band score in a movie. I think it elevates movie. Any movie you watch, in my opinion, that has a big score is done so well. And I think that's why I like, even though, I don't know, this is, I'm gonna get some backlash on the channel for this because a lot of people didn't like it. But the photograph had a amazing like You'll score. You'll backlash for the photograph. I am gonna <laughs> get backlash for that because people are like, I hate that movie. I'm like, I get it. I get it. Like I, at first, I was like, okay. I hated it too at first. You gotta same. watch it that second time. You do. That's a second time watch. But the score for that movie, I was like, because that movie, it was a soundtrack. Uh, but the jazz like ensemble that was put together for the movie did it so much justice that I was like, damn, this is how we're supposed to see like these moments of black love. And I feel like with this movie, this is like the score elevates the mystery. So I was like, okay, maybe this might be interesting. But going in, I was like, I really don't got to see this. Yeah, Everybody. I don't blame you. I was the <laughs> same way. Because it's like them old movies, you're like, ah. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Again? My thoughts were similar to Courtney's. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of Jack Nicholson only because of like The Shining, and I still haven't watched oh, that. Yeah. So it wasn't like, he's not somebody that's like, mm, give me some Jack. But... <laughs> I just, <laughs> you know, Get there are some, some people that do that. Like, it's just like, I don't know. I, I was kind of nervous because I was like, this kind of look boring. I'm not going to hold you. Mm -hmm. But I pushed it through, you know, for the pod. This for y'all. Mm -hmm. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the listeners. All 10 of y'all. We love. There is more than 10. But I mean, right now we have a solid fan base of 10 people and I love <laughs> them. And I'm going to shout them out because y'all listen every That's week. Cool. <laughs> when we have like 500,000 I'll be like shout out to every one of y'all I love y'all mm -hmm. you know but right now I'm dedicated to the listeners indeed okay. gotta support the early ones mm -hmm. for real exactly y'all gonna be a part of our um Patreon Patreon for freedom for freedom we can give them the early the everybody early love like, a Patreon you don't I need know. my money 
No, I just feel like the first few, they're going to get it for free. I'm going to get them like stickers mm. or something. Okay. It's our favorite part. <laughs> it is time, my dears, for the Litter Box Reviews. Mm-mm. Here are the letters from Letterbox. Lance? <laughs> oh, I just, I just read it out loud? Yes. Yeah, you have to read your review. Yeah, read your review. Um, All right, so my favorite review was, forget a review, it's Chinatown. I was like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, I get it. I mean, granted, I know why people say that. I get it. <laughs> I was using that excuse for everything. Yeah, they was like, it's Chinatown. We get it. Like, what, what do you think? The damn Chinese person there. Damn. It Except was two. Maid. And the butler. The maid That's and the butler. You didn't see the whole town? Panda. That was at the end of the movie, though. That was at the I end. Mean, yeah, but yeah, still. But I even then, it wasn't a, a bunch of like Chinese down. people there. It was like- they were white. You is in the back. They should be in the front. No, it's their area. We should be seeing them living their lives. These white people come in. Where is she going? That's my daughter. <laughs> All right, sir. Relax. <laughs> Chill out. But that's true. Where is she going? I would have been in there like, oh my God, get them out of here. It's like, it's gonna it's be like gone. the whole thing of, what was it? All that was happening and they weren't even like surprised or shocked or nothing. No, they were just like, no. That's white people okay. running amok. Eden, read your review. Okay. My review is from El Duderino. Thank you mm-hmm. for your review. Why did he have to be into children? And mm. I think this review says a lot about the movie, about the director, and Oof. about a couple actors. Wow. That was a, I didn't, this was see, a deep I saw that, but review. I was like, I don't know. That might be a little too. So it's, it's a lot on the nose. That's the exact same thing. Cause I was like, I don't know. I don't know what type of vibes they were going on for the, for the podcast. The so I was like, let me just. See, you should have did Real it. and honest reviews, babe. Real <laughs> and honest. <laughs> mm, we'll get into that, but that's, that's mine. My review is <laughs> from Truman. Thank you, Truman. I truly appreciate you. Now that's how you direct a film, which looking <laughs> back at that, and honestly, <laughs> I picked that after and I really I'm really ashamed because I really did still go with that. Like I looked yeah. up his fans. <laughs> and I was like, well damn, they ain't lying though. Know? <laughs> that shit is good. I feel like that's a part of the problem. That's why he's still working today. <laughs> I think we as a people need to stop. We 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 can't separate the art from the artist anymore. We can't, and I won't. I haven't done that in a minute, but damn, I thought that was a. It was yeah. It was well directed. Yeah. I don't like like I don't like that, but yeah, it was, yeah. It was damn. He put his foot in that. Mm. He did. Mm. Sicko. Well, <laughs> look. Speaking of, let's talk about the writer. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we'll talk about the director. Director is who we was referencing as the nasty one. Mm-hmm. Roman Polanski, very old, wrinkly white man. Very and I say so. that because he's a pedophile. You are he's, allowed to talk bad on people who do bad things. Oops. Yes, and he's a convicted, con- convicted pedophile. A convicted pedophile and sex offender. <laughs> and I want you guys to know, moving forward, we will be doing like some chats. Because <laughs> this type of sugar honey iced tea will not happen again. Roman got us this time. He, he got did. us. It won't happen again. Another Roman won't get through again. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, this is going to be the last of his. Yeah. I hate that I ain't even do no research on this dude. <laughs> and this lie. one, I'm... you was Chinatown, Chinatown, Chinatown. But you know what, though? <laughs> it's kind of bad, though, because as you were saying that, I can't even blame you because, like you said, it was everywhere. They were like, yeah. it was in the books. It was in, like, there are still think pieces about this film today. Mm-hmm. It was literally a piece on um, Indie Wire that was, I'm sorry, I'm tripping. This is in August 
2015. Regardless, um, that's recent it, enough. That's still pretty recent, that's and pretty, like that's very recent. Yeah. This movie came out in 1978. 74. 74. Come on now. But the pervert also directed. Just in case I want to avoid <laughs> these. <laughs> He did. Now we're just going to reference him. The pervert. (laughs) Just in case I want to avoid these films, or if you have watched it, maybe let's not watch it again. The Pianist, An Officer and a Spy, Rosemary's Baby. And I hate to say this one. I really hate to say this. Rush (laughs) Hour 3. Damn. Damn. (laughs) What? They went to Perry. They did. Mm. Um, and then Macbeth, but the 1971 version. So y'all can still watch Maybe Denzel's. Watch Don't worry. You're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to say, is it what the Scottish play? Mm-mm. It's a girl. I just put 1971 because it said. No, you're 19. not supposed to say the name. You're supposed to say the Scottish play because it's bad luck if you say that. Oh, really? It's bad luck in the theater. You know, I, I just want to make sure you were good. Oh my God. You know, I am <laughs> superstitious AF. Yeah, that's why I was like, say the Scottish play. Dang. <laughs> You, Shit. you put that on her in the I know in the pod. I'm sorry. I wanted to make sure y'all knew. Don't go around no theater people and say that name. They can be damn. <gasps> but I wonder why though. What's the tea on that? Somebody probably died. I don't know. You know, all the theater stuff is because somebody died. Even a leg. A leg. Okay. Maybe you had say good luck and somebody actually broke their leg, so they just say break a leg. I don't know if that's mm. true. That makes sense though. But um, I think that's kind of sick that they do that though. Like break a leg. Thanks. I guess yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yes. I guess we can talk about the writer too. So Robert Town is the person who wrote this. He also wrote the sequel, I guess, to this mm-hmm. movie because apparently it was supposed to be a trilogy. I read. Um, what? Yeah, they were supposed to be this movie, um, the two Jakes, which did come out but bombed. So they just never mm-hmm. went back to doing the third one, which was supposed to be called. Is his name Giddies? Jack Giddies. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed mm-hmm. to be like Giddies versus Giddies. I don't know what the synopsis of that movie was supposed to be, but it was supposed to be a trilogy. So what? yeah. Mm. Oh, so that's the person just... who wrote it. Yeah. Ah. And then Roman came back and like rewrote it how he wanted it to be. So that's why some of the stuff is different. But I'll touch on what's different later. Okay. Who produced this? I'm Sorry. Paramount Pictures producers. This is a Paramount film. Yeah, it Paramount is a Paramount film. film. So then I wonder yeah. how HBO got the everybody the rights after all this time that's is true. so confuddled. But it's also um it's a Turner movie, so mm-hmm. that's probably why because they have TCM. Oh um, yeah, so yeah, it's one of those. So I think that's why HBO has the rights now. Okay, maybe. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. And honestly, during that time to be back by those companies was a really big deal. So yeah, like he was really in his Roman. And this whole team was really in their like bag because the fact that they even got people to do this movie, mm, mm-hmm. mm, scandalous. They like them nasty movies. They really do. They do. And it was sick. Actors were Jack Nicholson from The Shining. And he also did As Good As It Gets. That was Miss Lady. What's her name? Evelyn? I don't know. Shout out to yeah, Evelyn. Evelyn. Maury. <laughs> Child, all these I names. Mean. And then I saw she was in Bonnie and Clyde. That's why she was acting like that. That's why she was so gangster. <laughs> um, she was Bonnie. Bonnie and Clyde. I was watching a movie that just had that song in there. You know, um, Bonnie and Clyde. You know that, you know that song? No, nope, um, nobody does. Y'all know that song? Mm-mm. Now we have to put it in the episode. I got this. Y'all dead ass. We're not oh, putting it in the episode. <laughs> yeah, this is ridiculous. Okay. It's a song. I'm not going to sing it again but like please don't it's a really it's a popular song i bet you somebody watching is gonna be like girl i know what you're talking about hopefully oh don't disappoint me y'all please <laughs> Anywho, what I'm talking about. and then mr noah cross nasty Nah, that man needed to go. I don't like how it ended with him getting away with it, bro. Now, why you done spoiled the, the damn movie? Ending. 
What if we gonna get into the meat and potatoes? Well, we're gonna tell them anyway, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Then, okay. Um, what if people like to pause? Either way, um, um, act like you heard that later. <laughs> <laughs> Not you John Huston was who played Noah, mm-hmm. and he was in a lot of like older classic movies, like The African Queen and The Treasure of Sierra Madre. Mm. Have I seen those? No, never. But no. Will I watch them? Those are Probably popular not. movies. I've heard people be watching them on Letterbox. I'd be looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just gonna say so... those three because like everybody else is kind of irrelevant. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like sometimes like a lot of these like older films, people are like, you have to watch this, but like personally. <sighs> You know, if I'm gonna watch, sit down and watch a movie that's like beloved but not that good, then I'm gonna watch Napoleon Dynamite. Like if if I want to do something, I'm gonna have a laugh. Ew. Like Ew. what? I Whatever. love Napoleon Dynamite, bro. Thank oh my you. god, it's a funny film. It's a lighthearted film. Napoleon is weird. Like Just Pedro <laughs> Preston. <laughs> oh, Thank you. Like I'm gonna watch that. I don't have to sit down and watch these 1968 films <laughs> with white people as Egyptians. Like. I don't have to do it. I don't have to sit down and do that today. They do be doing that. They They do. Like in what world? They do it well. That they don't. Then they got him in a little bit of black face. What you mean? (sighs) Because it was 1968. Put him. You're right. We couldn't say nothing. Mm -hmm. That was something that they that got brought up in the freaking in the movie. And she was just like, "Call the police." She was like, "He owns the police." I said, (laughs) "Damn, he owns the police." You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not damn. wrong. Damn. I was like, damn, bitch, you just going through it. This is some messed up shit. Mm. Mm. But this movie, because um, I guess we have to get into like, I guess how the movie came to be. So the interesting thing that I found about this movie, which you kind of touched on earlier, was that this movie was very, very much so like beloved. Like in when the movie came out in Hollywood, it was something people were like, I don't know how we're going to, I guess, put this together because it was supposed to be in 19, it's based in 1937. Everybody always says that this movie looks and feels it was not like 1938, 1936, but 1937. And I'm not going to hold you. I don't even know what the hell that means. Because <laughs> realistically, <laughs> no, like, for real. Like, realistically, like, you know, people go by like decades. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm saying like, OMG, like, this looks like 2000, not 2001, but 2000. Like, 2001 and 2000 are the same, like, the same shit was happening. Like, yeah. nothing really significant was happening. So I feel like the fact they would even say that is really just. I'm not even gonna hold you. It was just some pretentious shit they said to, to like hype this movie up. Because I was just like, what? It like, just say it was a great time, Courtney. Um, maybe because, like, I don't know. I don't think that they were driving the same cars and dressing the exact same like they was in 19... You know, like, because the movie came out in 1974. In 1930s, that's like a whole different... Like, I could see them dressing and acting like that in that time. That's I think that's probably what I think the thing was, no. was, the quotes were saying that it feels specifically like 1937. Like, like not the 19... Yeah, that year. year. Yeah. Yeah, that... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, nah, I don't... Because you... Like, y'all know when, like, um, okay, when, like, that's like me saying, like, I could, you could probably say this movie feels exactly like 2020 because, like, a major significant event happened in 2020 was the whole pandemic. So I would be like, oh, that's really valid. They would say that. But, like, I remember 1937. N- nothing super significant happened. Like, it was right, like, two decades before the prohibition because they referenced 19, then, like, the years of the prohibition a lot, which I was like, scandalous. Okay. <laughs> and then I was just like, all right, cool. Like, it's just the, in 30s like 30s was a shit year for most people that weren't white <laughs> so what a time to be alive i guess um and then also they just talked about how like for this movie like he, they really took a lot of time and like thought process and like how this would be shot like mm-hmm. these because you know like how like in like a lot of these scenes like very still and like very thought out 
like the placement, everything was like super beautiful. That was mm-hmm. super intentional with like Roman Polinski. He was like, I need this to happen. It has to be very important. So like, that's something they always talk about with this project. Like, and like today, why it's so significant is kind of like these small details mean so much to the movie. You really have to sit down and watch this movie. This is not something you put on while you work. Like you have to mm-hmm. sit down and watch it because he has these small details. And so like, I thought that was interesting as far as the look of the film was such a big deal. And that's why it like stood the stand. Well, it stands. Yeah, stands, test yeah, stands the test of time. Stands, thank y'all. Okay. The test of time <laughs> because like the look of the film, which I'm like, it was super beautiful. Like it really was, even though, whatever. The drama about the movie though, I thought was funny. They really argument over dams. Like <laughs> they, they were. over dams. I was like, okay. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I guess the only thing about the year, maybe because we're not from California, it's not important. Because I know, like, I know, you know, Texas history. They made us learn Texas history. Mm-hmm. But I don't, did they do the same for Georgia? Yeah, they did. I had, like, eighth grade year was literally a Georgia U.S. history class. Oh, see, we had it all throughout. Did oh, you? really? I feel like ours was, um, ours went one every year. Like, it was like you had Texas history, yeah. then you had U.S. history, then you had world history, and then it switched. So, like, every three years, it swapped. You was learning in eighth Texas grade, we history? ended up at U.S. history. Yes, like, you had to learn Texas history. Oh, no, ma'am. We were learning, like... Like that was a specific thing for like eighth grade. Like you took Georgia history, you had a book and everything. And I don't even think we took like a um a CRC. Did y'all have board. to pledge to the Georgia flag? No, we didn't. Huh. That is some cult shit in Texas. Wow. Um, or at least my school didn't. Do I, I don't school. remember it. Do but, you remember the Texas pledge? I uh, wait. Oh, I pledge allegiance to the Texas one. Pledge allegiance to the Texas. Wait. Oh. Golly. They didn't they didn't put me in the cold enough. Oh they didn't. Um Pleasure mm. to the Texas one and indivisible. indivisible. It was something really yeah. short. I feel like yeah. isn't that the American like, Let me look flag? It up. I like to the flag of the United States of America it's and to the Republic in which it stands, one nation under God, individual. And they changed it to the Texas one state under God, one indivisible. Like it's some, it's something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's like, it. That's I, it. I just looked it up. Yeah. Oh, it says, honor okay, the Texas yeah. flag. I pledge allegiance to the Texas one state under God, one indivisible. Yeah. But there was yeah, an yeah, old yeah. one, but they switched it. Whatever. This is the new one. See, you know, I didn't learn that. I will say though, when I was in like kindergarten up to like third grade, um, at my, I went to like a really black Christian school and we had to do our pledge allegiance to the um, African-American, the black flag. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, like, you know, <laughs> I'm not trying. Are you serious? No, really. Like we had to like get up and like, instead of doing the Pledge of Allegiance, we just did it to like, we sang sure the black national them? anthem, like lift every voice and sing. So like, I've known that song since I was a toddler. Don't shout the black out the national anthem. I mean, I, I really feel like, like what's the problem with that? Like I had to get up and do the, no, you know, Americans not play about that. they do not oh, play about the, the flag. They, I just, like we really had to get up and like sometimes you really wouldn't even do the American flag and we'd just be like lift every voice and sing. Um, oh, that's insane! Like that's cool, but that's insane. Like that would have yeah. never flew in Texas at all. Yeah, girl, I, I was in at our school. No black pride, but you can do that because you know I don't know it was a bunch of black kids. What was they gonna say? 
I guess so, yeah. Yeah, valid. Yeah. 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 Black yeah. kids, teachers, principals. What the hell is they going to do? Oh, okay. That's yeah. cool, bro. That's Maybe a fun year. I want to say fun <laughs> But I said all that to say, maybe we missed something relevant about 1937 because we're not from California, so we didn't have maybe. to learn it. Yeah. But I think there was something that I read about. This was based on real life, like yeah, the was. movie. And I don't know if that was because of the dams or because somebody got murdered because of the dams, but it's based on real life or a true story. But my thing is because like now if you like drive around here, you see these big ass dams. It's empty. Some of them are like filled with just random shit. Like it's weird. But I'm like, why? Like, what was the beef? Like, are y'all? And it was also like the people up where the farms were couldn't get any water. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why are y'all even building these dams if it's not going to help the agriculture? Like, like it's a necessity that the farmers like, we're not being able to feed our sheep and like farm this land. And they're just like, well, you know, the people need drinking water, which is true. But why not just build another dam another way? Like, I think the thing was they could have done it. It's just the people in power, the rich people, mm-hmm. they were using it for their own personal gain. Like, mm-hmm. at the like whenever he came clean to him at the end about, well, I don't know if we should get into it since it's like the, 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 the meat and potatoes. potatoes. Yes. Yeah. We're actually about to yeah. get we into can just start um yeah. talking about the movie so you so, know the resident do, 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 expert do, 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 which is do. lance you can start us off set the scene for us of like the beginning of the movie yeah yeah you can just give us a all quick right, little rundown right. of the beginning and then we'll go from there i bet so we open up no this <laughs> Hey, a cold baby. winter's day. No, nah, right, for real. Nah, you open up onto this guy looking at pictures of his wife. That is getting, true. Yeah, getting and this man, this man. Mm. Yeah, I was like, damn. Dude, I was laughing, bro. I was like, bro, ain't no way this man. Nah, man. Like, dang. <laughs> it was the fact that he went through all the pictures, though. Like, you see <laughs> what each one is on. This is him. Damn. Damn. Oh, oh, I'm just like you. You see the first you two see, pictures. It, you know what's happening here. Like I I mean, couldn't it. believe I it. Like he said, "Nah, bro." And then he just started squeezing the blinds, and dude was like, "Yo, man, I just I got know. my blinds in the other day. Come on, literally, right. <laughs> you have to pay for that." No, exactly. Yeah, so you open up to just meeting Giddis, the detective, the main character, the protagonist or whatever, and how he's a PI detective who just does regular PI detective work. Like what? Mm -hmm. Oh, my my girl cheating. I need you to get pictures of her, you know, so I can see if she really cheating. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so on and so forth. Work like that. Later, a lady comes in. Mrs. Mulray, mm-hmm. um, and she comes in talking about, oh, I think my husband Hollis is cheating on me. And of course, from there, you go and find out that Hollis is a man who owns what the water power plant or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And he's he has a lot of power and his decisions are affecting people negatively. Guy came in with all them sheep. Oh, you 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 got somewhere to put them? Because I got somewhere to put them. Where's my water? Where's my water? Honestly, like, it yeah. was the fact that he even put them damn poor sheep through that. Like you, you trying to prove the point, and you done drag these damn sheep oh. from this mountain. How did you get them there? The cars wasn't that big. They were all the way with them so sheep. Now the you making them dehydrated. Look, and they already ain't got no water. So what you gonna do now? Facts. Mm. It, was, like, it was crazy. I was like, dang, he upset. Like if anything, like watching it, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't see a connection with that. You're like, dang, like what's this man here? really messing up people's lives. Like, mm-hmm. and then. I guess after that, Giddis starts following him and he follows Hollis to like, you know, the water drop off points, like all the points that need water, I guess. Right. But he's not putting any water in there. 
And mm -hmm. as he's watching Hollis, you can see Hollis, like, it seems like he wants to put the water on, but something's holding him back from putting the water on or whatever. And then I guess, like, A, eventually they get pictures of Hollis arguing with someone, but we don't know who that is yet. Um, and then after that, we find out Hollis is interacting with some white woman uh, and, you know, starts taking pictures of her. Then, boom, he out on the news and everybody like, oh, my gosh, Hollis doing all this other stuff. Da, 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 da. Um, and then the real Mrs. Mulray pull up and is like, you ain't never met me, right? He said, <laughs> no, I don't think I have. And then I just need to say this about Giddis because what I didn't, I did not understand is this man makes a living from being in people's business, snitching, yeah. just being a menace. Kind of. Well, a menace to these people. And you can't fight? Like, you ain't going to the gym putting the gloves on? Trying to, just in case somebody try to sneak up on you? No, he was getting his you ass ain't have phones. I guess that's the thing with me. His I profession, mean, I feel like, is a lot harder because of the time period he's in. Exactly. Yeah. You only have so much to work with. You like, gotta have them hands, too. You got to. You climbing <laughs> up trees and shit. You sitting and you can beat the hell like, up. Come yeah. on. And you First let these people beat that you up. That pissed me off. They was beating him up. They was. And that pissed me off. I don't know. That was like two on one. And that was a big body dude. You know what I'm saying? Care. And that's what I'm you saying. You should have had a knife on him. Back up. You should have had like, something. You should have had a, you yeah. know like, You should have had a Glock. gun or something like that. You should have for sure. Like, I'm like, bro, you're in business. Be protected. So I was like, you get points taken off for that, Giddis, because what mm -hmm. the hell? Nah, Especially yeah. because um, most of his work was what you were saying. People cheating. Yes. If I'm cheating, nobody finding out. <laughs> I'm going to make sure nobody finding out. So you getting your ass beat. So they don't <laughs> you find out. me? Oh, no. Come on. You're and not like, getting back to nobody. And I feel like any private eye that just doesn't understand that, like the small premise of being safe, he shouldn't be no private eye because he just is dense. He don't get he it. He really was. Mm-hmm. Mm. So get his, you know, mm, side out of I him. I will say we can give him another point back or like a half a point because that little clock thing he did with the tire, that, that was, was cool. Smart. I yeah, said, that was cool. I would have huh. never thought about that, bro. Personally, I probably would have waited and be like, nah, he's staying out here too I long. Fell asleep. I would have I'm left. sorry. I would have left too. It's cold as hell. That's what I'm saying. It gets super cold at night. For the listeners, he basically had an extra, he had like a glove compartment full of extra pocket watches. He turned the time to the correct time. He put the clock underneath the wheel of Hollis's tire so that way when he rolled over it and it cracked it would crack at the time he left genius very smart and continue oh yeah that's <laughs> a, that's some very unique stuff but yeah I agree though I don't know yeah that's that's those are essential because you're gonna have somebody be mad or something you know oh you, you never know yeah what was I the real Mrs. Mulray pulls up mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, we never met before, right? He's like, no, nah, I don't think so. All right, cool. Well, you about to meet my lawyers and you about to get this, you know, get get sued yeah. or whatever like that. And he's like, wait, hold on. What what you talking about? So, yeah, boom. Get it sets out to go find Mr. Moray, you know, mm -hmm. to guy like explain the whole situation or whatever like that. He goes up to his house, but ends up coming to Mrs. Moray again. And she's like, she's like, okay, yeah, I'll drop the charges. Like, you know, I'll, I'll drop the charges or whatever like that. And then whenever he mentions the girl that he was with, she starts getting a little like antsy. She weird. stayed antsy. And I didn't understand that. Cause it's like, girl, like, especially you when you first, vicious. yeah, when, when you, you first like, watched the movie, you're just like, why, what's wrong with you? And if mm -hmm. I was him, I would have been like, okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I'm a beans. I'm gonna look into this. You pay attention mm -hmm. to all the littlest things, bro. Yeah. Like he wasn't worried about that. We'll get into that, child. Mm -hmm. That's funny. <laughs> um, 
Oh, my, same. And I will. I feel like this a thing about for me when I was like watching the movie is I'm not gonna hold you. Like I got like because of what was happening and I was like, is this about mm-hmm. water? I got a little thrown off as to like what was happening for like the first 20 minutes of the film. Like, yeah. I was just like. Yeah, it wasn't like explained full out until like later in the movie. But yeah, I, I agree with you for sure. Exactly. And because like I said, the first the first half of this movie is about the look. Like they're trying to set the tone. Like this is when this is happening. This is the vibe of this like era. Like, And I'm like, okay, so he, I know he was a private eye. Um, I know that like something was going on with Hollis. Like you said, that was, he was acting very funky. Like he was like, yeah, I know that like, you know, our crops are dying and people can't afford to have this land anymore. Like, like a lot of shit is happening. Happening. And but you know, I'm trying to work with the people. And Giddis is just like, you trying to work with people. You ain't trying to work with people because if you were, you trying to get you just get the water mm-hmm. together. And he wouldn't. But the thing that gets me is when um Evelyn's character like pops into the picture and he sees this lady and he says the most racist joke there is. And I'm like, first of all, this movie's called Chinatown. And you talking about the Chinese people? Yeah. Mm. That was yeah, that was because yeah, that was oh yeah, that happened in the barber shop. When yes. that dude was like, oh, some kind of job you got ruining people's lives. He's and like, then, Yeah, he started getting all mad. That's and, what and then you want to fight this man. Okay, get it. He's like, we can go you outside. You was fighting the wrong people. <laughs> but nice that we can take it outside. You getting raunchy in the barbershop. And your beard ain't even done. Like, relax. Sit down. And Barbara's <laughs> just like, calm down, Giddis. And Giddis was making a check. Like, he was making was. $65 a day plus $20 for his associates and then extra fees depending on what he was doing. I looked that up, like how much is that today? That's $621 a day. So he was making six figures a year plus like like expenses, like whatever that would have cost. So he's probably mm-hmm. making, taking yeah. home about like $700 a day. Yeah. To be nosy? Shit. Dude, it's, I would like, it's like he's risking his life. Like imagine, like imagine I say, yo, I want you to find out if Eden is stealing from me. <laughs> right, you need to follow her everywhere she goes. You need to get in the trees, get on the roofs if necessary. You know, I gotta go through all that, man. Yeah, you gonna have to pay me. You nice gonna have to pay me. And most of the time, I don't think you can pay me a smooth thirty-five dollars. Look, I was like, <laughs> and like you said, you can't see him most of the time. I'm like, how are y'all not like? This is a bit like he's not a little man. No, no he was. I think even everybody around him was like really tall. Or he was just really. Short. I think everybody was really tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was a regular size man. Yeah, like he's like what six, six feet, five, eleven, probably like five, eight, five, nine. Yeah, I don't know. Like I feel like he is five, nine, five, ten, maybe around there. He wasn't short, but he also wasn't tall. Mm -hmm. When that when a tall person pulled up, it showed. Yeah, that showed. Ooh, I didn't know he had six kids. Random, but I was looking in to see how tall he was, and they said six children. (laughs) Um, I was like, wow, Jack. Okay. But we're like shortly after um, you know, all this stuff is happening. After the barbershop, he gets back and that's where we meet Evelyn's character. So my first opinion of her, I was like, okay, this lady is supposed to be like this spunky, like not spunky, but like this uh like like, a sex symbol, like a sexy Mm -hmm. but like very poised woman. Cause she had like the very thin eyebrows, the red lips, the hat, but like this kind of covering her face. And he was just like, Oh, my bad. Like, get it together. Like, you don't offend this lady. She was just like, mm, okay, well, I'll see you later. Like, I need you to do something for me. And I was just like, okay, like, you pull up to his office. And like I said, he did say a very racist joke. Because if, if I were to put up to my office and they're like, saying anything racist and I'm around, I would be like, damn, like, maybe I shouldn't work with him. But did that stop her? No, no. it didn't. Did it make maybe make her pause? It did. She was that like, That was before she said the lawsuit thing. That was, yeah, before the CBA. Yeah. yeah. 
So. That's true. But still, she but <laughs> like she was gonna sue him or whatever. But like your husband, but that was her husband. Yeah, like yeah. pops up dead, and she just like shit. Maybe I shouldn't sue him. I'm like bitch. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it didn't um, make sense. If anything. It probably had something to do with, I don't know, because cause I forgot what he said that, oh no, he was just saying like, yo, I'm not, I'm not a messed up dude. Mm-hmm. I'm not a messed up person. And then she just said, oh yeah, yeah, fine. I'm not, I'll, I'll drop all the charges. But so I feel I'm like it was because of other stuff that she had going on. Like as far as like the daughter mm-hmm. thing, maybe, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know, but. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> every time i be like just nasty um um but like um later on in the movie um not too much later on but her husband um he's dead like he's, he's dead yeah. i was like was he shot in the head did they drown because i saw the bullet hole from the makeup i feel like that was um but like i'm like, like washed up though he like he washed up thing. onto whatever if the dam releases it out back into the ocean right like, that's how that works like the river or whatever how the hell did y'all find this body like well, if somebody they said that they put him there intentionally so that way when the water did come it would cover what what they did uh, so he would just wash out to wherever mm-hmm. so he would be like miles away from where they actually killed him okay so it doesn't make sense anyway because the water only goes from one direction but whatever but also i'm just like if y'all gonna kill somebody why would y'all not just like let him go into like the ocean or whatever like just have a missing person yeah the regular ocean oh no like dummy killer dummies like just idiots but and- here's the thing I feel like that plays into they tried the that's that plays into why they had the fake Miss Mulray pull up in the first place because with the whole him cheating allegation they're gonna play it off as oh he killed him so because like the thing yeah. was like the drop oh, from yeah. the dam like onto the into the water or whatever is a big drop and you're hitting the dam rocks and stuff yeah exactly exactly so okay I think okay, that's that's they use that, yeah use that for their cover up as far as like yeah. oh he was distressed by the whole him being in the paper because even mm-hmm. Giddis didn't even know he was going to be in the paper that quick like or at right. all you know so it was, it was like oh, he took that picture and the yeah. next day he was in the fucking papers which right I was like, like dang yeah. crazy and that is true because he did ask her like do you think that he killed himself well the detective asked her and she was just like no like that's not even of his character which I was like girl you never know like it is given <laughs> Okay, but she's based on his character. Giddis, Jack Nicholson character, knows that like something is off here because she's saying that's not of him, like that doesn't sound right. And the detectives are way too quick to be like, this is a like this is a suicide. They said it like this has to be a suicide. Like that makes the most sense. Not even looking into it. They didn't like try to do any real autopsies reports. Like we see him. That's why I thought he got shot because if I remember he was on the table. He had like a bullet hole in his head. Like it looked like a bullet hole. So I was like, did they shoot him and like leave? Clearly, or like maybe saying he shot himself in the head, but like it was a bullet hole in his head on the table. So I was like, this is not giving suicide because why would he kill himself in the dam that he like is fighting so hard to keep? Or like, I, I just didn't get that point. I was like, mm, that seems like shoddy writing. Damn, Robert. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Robert. Not not you, Rob. Robert, you're a good guy, so Do don't want to... I don't know. Is he a good guy? I think he's a good guy. I, I, hope, he, I hope he is. Yeah, like, I hope so. We can't have all these sickos. So from there, Jake is doing his private eye work, mm-hmm. and he get roughed up. <laughs> my my man literally get... First of all, he got demeaned. He, he got did. called a kitty cat. That's weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> by a grown man. Like, a grown man called you a kitty cat. Then slice your nostril in half. Whoa, that's Which, aggressive. Like we said, he can't fight. What did you have to protect yourself? Nothing. 
Nothing. I'm like, can somebody roll up on you? You need to be ready. What you say? Or get the knife out. What y'all yeah, trying to do? I think, I think they had a gun anyway, because like when while he was so out at the reservoir, he heard a boom boom or something. He's you know what I'm saying? That's true. They always warn him before they come kick his ass because they even they even, even the in the fields. Like he was like boom 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 him backing up. I was like, damn, get on up. You got a car. Leave. Oh, that was funny. He <laughs> zooming the car out. He's oh making the horse. Through the orchards and everything. Like, dang. Maybe, I was like, how did just that get horse caught at you? this point? Come on. I, I, I would have just got out the car. I'm sorry, y'all. My fault. Yes. My bad. I don't mean to snoop. Mm-hmm. So he's getting whatever <laughs> information he needs from that. And then he's going back. He's now at dinner with Evelyn with his gauze on his nose. Ew. <laughs> Telling her, like, okay, this is what I found, blah, blah, blah. Are you happy you're getting cheated on? Or like, are you getting like all this type of conversation? She's like, I'm happy. He was like, I ain't mm. never met a girl who's happy who's to get happy. cheated on. So that's when even more. Unless she was cheating on him. Right. Yes. So then he's like, now I'm even more curious as to what's really going on here. Because this ain't right. And she was a bad bitch. She said. She was giving city girl. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call it cheating. Then what would you call it, Evelyn. She's like damn, like, uh, he was like damn, in a bed, damn, like is that better? <laughs> yes, and yeah. then he was like, well, she was like, I just happen to see other people. He's like, well, how often do you see them? I don't see them for very long. I was like, Ooh. Mm-hmm. okay, bitch, <laughs> okay, talk yeah. your shit. Go ahead, girl. But also from that conversation, that's where she he he asked her. He was like, yo, where were you when your when your uh, mm-hmm. husband was murdered? She was like, I can't she tell. Didn't even know. So can't can't why can't you tell me? I just can't tell you. And he was like, okay, that's fine, that's cool. Well, uh, oh yeah, she gives him the letter, and there was a big C on it. And then he was like, what does the C mean? What's I'm curious. For? And it means for cross. And that was her mating name. And so now even more dots are getting connected. Exactly. And then also at the table, hmm. he because like she then he end up she told him that her father owns like the watering company. And yeah, um, they were business yeah. partners, yeah. Which yeah. I was like, okay, they're business partners. That's your dad. Cool. Nothing to worry about there. And then he goes, do you think that your dad would have like killed him? And then this is like kind of foreshadowing. He goes like, because he's jealous of you too. And she goes, mm-hmm. why would my dad be jealous of us? And I was right. Like, Shit, I don't know. Like maybe she like, was daddy's little girl. Like, like she was super defensive, real empty. She was like, why would you think that? Like, bitch, relax. I mean, not bitch, but like, girl, lady, relax. Like yeah, cause like it was it was the same thing when he uh when he went to go visit Noah Cross too. He was mm-hmm. saying some, oh she probably jealous or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, why are y'all assume like a regular father daughter relationship? They're not jealous of like, like your like that. yeah, like that's yeah. weird. Like that it could is, be like, yeah. oh I think he a bad dude or like he said some reckless stuff to my daughter. Like I really don't like him. That's different. But yeah. you would be like, I just, she was always jealous of me. And like, what the hell is your daughter jealous right. of you and somebody else for? And I like what how Giddis was like, nah, I ain't like no <laughs> Like, he was about to leave and everything. Because like, like, yeah, he was like, bro. Oh, matter of fact, uh, he start, yeah, he starts getting antsy about, what is it, the daughter Mm-hmm. Well, the, yeah, you know, the, girl, the girl and all that other stuff and all this. Yeah, it was so weird. And then Noah was like, "Look, man, look, just give me the girl. I'll give you ten thousand dollars to go. You know, bring the girl to me." But what I didn't understand is he was like, "You are so pressed to get this girl." Um, spoiler alert, y'all. If y'all, I'm just gonna say it. And that was his fucking granddaughter. 
but it but was it was his granddaughter Slash and daughter. daughter. It was his granddaughter yeah. and daughter. Why the fuck? Like, what? What was you gonna do? Like, it's just this nastier and nastier. What did you like, think he was gonna do it? A like pretty probably do it, do it again. again. And that's I was I was like I was like I hope he's not trying to sex like rape another generation. Like, he what was. the fuck are that's you saying? That's what I said. Was trying to do, and that's what's that's what's like messed up. That yeah, that yeah, that was. And, and that's why I'm like, I have to like look at the writing of this and be like, and what, like, what would make you think this is like the story to tell? Like, out of all the things we could have did with this detective, this is a detective story. He could have been stealing money from the other like water companies. He could have yeah. been had kidnapped this. This she could have been a refugee of I don't know England, and she's over here, and he's like kept her for ransom. We could have had so many different storylines. This is him. He's going to have sex with his daughter. Yeah. Yeah, no, they really made they really made no cross like a a nasty dude (laughs) because even even off rip just meeting him when Giddis went over there. It and the vibes was not the vibes wasn't there because it's like uh what like what's up with dude and then he was asking yo you was hot you was arguing with Hollis the other day and you talking about you don't even remember seeing him so like, like what, what was that like he was like just just get, get out like what like I don't gotta explain shit to you yeah I don't have to explain anything and Giddis was just like but you do literally right you literally do. Explain it to me. And he couldn't. And I feel like that should have been Hollis' number one thing to be like, oh. Like, I would have came here and been like, be honest. Be honest. Is something going on <laughs> between you and your dad? Like, just tell me now. I'm not going to judge you. Like, we don't have to. But like, just let me know. And Dennis was just like, mm, okay, that's weird. But like, da 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 Right. I think, I I think that's what we find out. Hollis found out about that and the damn situation. And that's what got mm-hmm. him killed, you know? So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Hollis, that was the whole thing. Because Hollis was just like, not only you ain't shit because you stealing all this money and doing all this shit with these fucking dams, but you fucked my wife, which is right. like, <laughs> that's your kid. Hollis was like, now, I ain't going to say I'm a snitch, but I will tell somebody. Literally. Right. No, <laughs> no, like, okay. Mm-hmm. We can't have that. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Uh, I'll meet I up with you. you. And uh, yeah, I'll meet up with you, bro. And we'll uh, just chop it up there. All right. Mm, Next, you know, not literally, that damn scene. Mm. Hollis knew too much. Hollis had to go. He did. Ooh, That's ooh. what happens. That's why you don't ask no questions. Exactly. But anywho, Evelyn and Giddis meet up again. So like, ooh. discuss what's going on. Like, tell him I met. I met you. She was like, he was like, I met your dad. Like, I met him. He was a bit off. He was lying about the situation. Like, what's going on? And she's just like. My dad's a dangerous man. Like, like she stutters. Yeah. Like, relax. Like, he's a dangerous dude. And it's just like, okay, but like, how? And she like refuses to tell this man in what ways he is dangerous. She's like, he's just really dangerous. Like, chill out. Promise me you'll stay away and all that stuff. Yeah. It's like, okay, girl, he gonna stay away. But instead of him just like kind of doing more detective work, he goes, damn, this is a bad bitch. Like, she looks really good. Going back to when he first met her. And he's like, can I get a little gall, like a little um, oh, hydro peroxide for my, for my nose? nose? <laughs> I'm like, what? Ah, damn, my nose hurt. Can you uh, check me out real quick? So she gets it for him, and they're sitting in this bathroom, which I was like, okay, interesting, whatever. And he's like, has this whole poem about how her eyes are so freaking beautiful. And I'm just like, okay, you, that nose is nasty. Like all that blood, he kissed her with that <laughs> bloody ass nose. Yeah. And it and got on her face. I was into like, it. I was gross. She out. Liked I was it. like, she was into it though. She was like, mm, give me them mm. lips. Literally. Nah, nah, yeah, that man. So, that, 
Oh yeah. It was it was gross. Knocking the boots. Mm. <laughs> that made I didn't need iron, to <laughs> iron the jeans. <laughs> I no. said that. That's I a thing. Like, That's okay. what you call that? Iron in the jeans? Y'all, iron in the, it's, it could be whatever you want it to be. I never even heard that before. But people use that, that as a euphemism for sex? You never, bro, it was like, um, it was in this this old Loiter Squad video. Tyler Creator and them, they, mm-hmm. they, when they had a show in a dose room, this guy, he was like outside his girl's house with a radio. Outside, and then Tyler Creator opens up the door. He's like, hey, man, you too late. <laughs> the jeans already ironed, boy. And then he said, no. <laughs> No, I've never even seen that before. No, okay. I've never heard of that. Look, look up Loiter Squad Iron in the Jeans. I'm serious. It's old, but like it's like early 2000 around. I don't know. But okay, but well, I have to like that's something we have to watch now. Okay, we have to watch yeah. that now. Like, yeah, go back and look at that, that clip. Bro. Okay, that's gonna be funny. Um, but yeah, he was ironing the jeans. He was knocking the boots. He was getting it on. They was doing the deed. And she gets up. And after all this done, like they smoking their cigarettes. And she get a call. Oh yeah. Like she, she get a call. And he was just like, where the hell are you going? Like, you, right. like I didn't show you this. Don't worry about you better lay down. <laughs> like, damn, like, like, I just. <laughs> like, he was like, I just put it on you. And you going to get up and leave? You and she tired? just like, um, I have some more important to do than this. I got to go. And he just like, okay, well, I'll should I go with you? I'll be offended for sure. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't like shit. It, her mama could have been dying or something. Like we don't know what no, that going on. No, 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 no. It was urgent. You, it was definitely. I put it on you so good. Like, you should be tired. Well, clearly he didn't. Like it's like it's like in the midst of everything going on. What yeah. got you leaving this situation? You know what I'm saying? Totally like, with me. And I feel like he now knows there has to be something very serious for her to like want to get out this bed with me. Ooh, forgot to say, this was also when we first get a taste of what Giddis went through before he became a PI, like his past in Chinatown, mm-hmm. him having a bad experience with someone getting hurt. He don't oh, want to yeah. talk about it because it was a super bad experience, but that's what we find out like, okay, something bad mm-hmm. happened in Chinatown in his past. But yeah. You yeah. Can. And, but also I do feel like they kind of did like bring it up, like foreshadow it. Cause he'd be like, yeah. oh, we're not in Chinatown anymore. It's like, what's the, what's the big deal? Like I keep bringing up Chinatown. We haven't even mm-hmm. seen Chinatown. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, we do get a glimpse of it there. Um, but she leaves. She's like, you know what, babe, stay in bed. Like, you stay there. And he's like, no, I'm gonna go with you. Like, take me. And she leaves. He follows her because he's a fucking detective, PI stalker. Um, and he leaves and sees that she's like meeting up with this young lady. I was like, was she sick? Was she scared? Like, I was like, what is happening here? Like, what's going on? Where is she? I'm like, has he found her? Like, is this the girl from the pictures? Like, what's happening here? And he's like, well, who the hell is this? Like, I, I don't follow you here. Who the hell is she? And um, Evelyn's just like, hmm, uh, my sister? Kind of. He said, what? The daughter. <laughs> you, 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 like, you, you ain't tell me that. Literally, he was like, your dad never mentioned no like other daughters. Like, what's happening? She's like, well, you know, it's a lot that he doesn't like talk about. Mm-hmm. Which is like, if I was him, I would be like, that's fucking weird. Like, your dad doesn't mention another one of his children. Like, and we're talking about you. He could be like, you know, her sister always said, or like, you know, her and her sister were very close. Hmm. That was a red flag number one with her dad and her ass. Because at first when she said it, when she was like, it's my sister daughter. And that really pissed Giddis off. It was like, you lying piece of shit. Like, smack this shit out that girl. <laughs> no, this was the domestic violence part of the movie. And I want to say this. Giddis can beat nobody else ass, but he hit her. He beat up, he he beat up the dude at the, uh, at the, uh, the retirement home. That man said, that man said, hey, come outside, bro. I got the piece on me. <laughs> this was like, I, I, I. Like, 
Okay, he beat up that man, and that. But every other time he was in a fight, he fucking lost. But he beat the shit out that lady, and she didn't. And she didn't even try to hit him back. She was just like, oh, like it's always the fact that like when he smacked, she her, was like crying. She's like, ah. like the first, but the first time he smacked her, she was like real still, like it's my sister. And he was just like, be honest. And then he was like, how is it your sister and your daughter? Her. But my thing was connect the dots, babe. It's not that hard. Literally. It's not that hard. She was like, me oh, and my yeah. father. But also when she said it, I was like, did he rape you? But in my mind, I was like, is this some sick ass shit? But she got a thing for her dad. And like, he got a thing for her and he's having sex. Because she was like, it's my father's baby. And I was like, hmm? Like, I took a pause. I had to pause. I was like, pause. It's hmm. what? Rewind. <laughs> it's your father's baby. And like, she said it in such a calm demeanor. And that's the only thing I didn't like about this movie. Nothing was really ever, the acting didn't match the scene. Because if, yeah. if, if somebody is telling you, like if you're telling somebody, I was, you know, molested by no other, <laughs> by nobody other than your father. It's like, you would be like in tears. That's something super intense, super heavy. And like, you never told anybody about the secret. And she just says so casually, like, it's my father's baby. Bitch, what? Like, <laughs> what? Like, tell me something. Like, what's happening? And she goes, he was like, did he rape you? Okay, well, clearly Giddis. Shit, like clearly he raped this she girl. Said, she said no though. Like Wait, that's what I was confused girl? on. Cause she she shook her head. Cause he asked, did he? And then she was like, Well, maybe she felt like she couldn't say that. And then she but, was like, Yeah, but then she emphasized how she was fifteen and she, you know, she didn't know what she was going on. Okay, and, but like yeah. I I really I oh my god, this is this is so I, I do feel that. it. I do feel that though. I think the reason why Giddis didn't like are you mainly saying like Giddis didn't I'm saying like, like the act up to the, the receiving of that information, or you feel like she should have shown like more like she's my Yeah, like I feel like on both ends, like Giddis should have been like, oh shit. Like what? Like this, like what do you mm-hmm. mean? And she should have been like, it is something that's super traumatic to you, and you're like trying so hard to keep your child away from the man who molested you. You would think it would be more of like a oh my god, like you know, like not like that, but you're like a, a real intense, heavy like this is when you bring in that music. This is when like we see her cry. This is when like it's like she a, didn't cry. No, like no. she was just like ashamed. Like she was ashamed that this she happened, but she didn't cry. Oh, I swear, no, she, was she crying. wasn't crying. No. I don't remember her crying. She didn't cry. She, like, I think she was more like mad. She was just like, I have to yeah. get him back for this at this point. Essentially, like because it, it's done. But like she didn't cry. She just seemed like ashamed and like sad. But like, in, so for me, I was like, like I said, was this a, a situation where it was like, yeah, like you know, your mom was just a. No, I don't remember her crying. She did not cry. Like the waterworks did not come it's out lit. for that scene. She ain't, she ain't shot I, bro, one I remember. I swear, I remember her having tears on her face, bro. But hey, mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, maybe don't it know. wasn't waterworks. Yeah, but know. like I mean, I feel like she maybe shed a tear. Like, but I feel like that might have been because he smacked the shit her so hard. You know, like yeah, hard in the face, and then your eyes are like, damn, that shit hurt. But I don't mm. think it was the actual what went down the confession in her life. She was just like, and she's like, and she said it like in the most nonchalant way, like it's my father and my baby. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like straight face, hand over her face because it's embarrassing and gross. And he was just like, wow. And that was my only thing about this movie. Like, so it's such a fucked up plot twist and everybody is so like yep so this is happening this is the thing greatest movie of all time (laughs) i think think, here's the thing here's the thing i think he wasn't as shocked about it because i think he was more relieved that she didn't kill her husband 
Because you remember before that True. he mm-hmm. went to her house. Well, he had to shake them cops first. So mm-hmm. he went to old dude's place. Bro, you see his wife, he beat her after he found out that information. But yeah, he left there, went to her house and found out that she was leaving. Like, mm-hmm. he was like, wait, hold on. Where, where's she Where's she going? And he and he like just found out the whole sister thing. I, I'm pretty sure he knew it was a lie, but you know, he was just like, oh, let me find out more information. And yes. he sees that she's leaving. And then before he leaves her house, he finds what the the glasses in the in the pond, and so he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, so she did kill him, and she been lying to me this whole time." Right. So mm-hmm. I think that's why he wasn't as like, "Oh my gosh," about that whole situation because I think he was more relieved that she wasn't a murderer more than I mean, like, yeah, that's a messed up situation, but I mean, like, at least he was more into like helping her get through the situation than you know just being like. Yeah, you're you about to get arrested. I hope you got a good attorney. Yeah, I mean, that is true. Like, he was definitely relieved that she was not a murderer. But I feel like the second runner-up to being a murderer is to having your father's baby. Yeah. And... <laughs> No, that, the, yeah, that's dead. That's the, crazy. The, the two together was just like, so it's not one fucked up situation, it's another fucked up situation. But I guess, I guess he maybe... was here for the murder mystery, though. So, And I guess I was confused. So at the end... Was she in Chinatown because she was trying to leave Chinatown? Because mm-hmm. she was going to get okay. on that boat. Yeah, okay. Her, so she yeah. had her daughter sister mm-hmm. with her and they were going to escape and she's trying to get away from her dad. Lover. And then... <laughs> that's like, uh, what was it? What was they were all just like kind of there. And then that's when she said the whole like, he owns the police line because she was like, I'm going a, I'm to a kill him. Yeah, I'm going to get him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I'm trying to remember. Did he he shook the police? He got to her house after helping her get away, mm-hmm. and he calls Noah Cross like, "Hey, I got the girl here." And then oh, that's yeah, when it came yeah. to reveal Noah Cross did all that evil stuff, and he did the whole damn thing because of like a money plan he had. He was gonna take all the money, well, all the the water away from one place, put it in another place, and force people to move into the place so he'll get more money in his pockets, right? So yeah. then that big body dude that he beat up earlier put him a put a gun. Bro, he put that gun in his ear. Yes. Yeah. Mind you. And then he was all like, now take me to where she is. <laughs> and then boom, Chinatown. They found her because of the car. Yeah, they found her. And then he's like, Don't do it. Like just let the police handle it. And this right, is my he has a gun out, yeah. Yes. And this is my favorite scene in this whole movie. Here we go, people. She pulls that damn gun out. And she fucking, I'm sorry for cussing so much, y'all. I don't mean to, but she shoots her dad. And this man don't flinch. He don't fall. He just goes, dang, like, ow. Like, I'm like, he was standing up still. Like, he didn't even. On his cane. He was on his cane. He just. Wow. Oh, again. Like, I was like, is he dead ass? Like, she shot you. Like, care. He was like, and that, that is, that is. Like, give me the girl. Yeah. What? Yeah, it was really, it, it was kind of sad, but it was, it was just like, it was he was more up, concerned about the girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was so messed up, bro. And then that dang cop. Boom. Yeah, the cop was like, she was really trying to kill her. But we you now should be know. trying to kill the nigga next to you. Yeah, oh, but we now know. Like, bro, he the bad guy. He the bad guy. Shut up, get it. But, hey, Tom to that, Tom to the dang uh, <laughs> driving wheel. Like, bro, what? what? Like, and they, pow, 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 pow. 
And, and then all we hear is a scream. Yeah, we oh, hear a horn and a scream, child. Oof. They said, rushed oh to get I said, damn, that headshot wound looks gross. Yeah, like, at first, at first I thought the yeah. daughter died yeah. for some reason. I did too, because the way like it was then she was screaming because she had the blood on her. Mm-hmm. And like you said, her eyeball fell out her fucking like it shot her yeah. through her head. I'm like, I didn't think them bullets went that far. I didn't, old ass I didn't even know them boys could aim like that. And they could they wasn't doing it before. If they the, only, the only people that was aiming was them dudes at the orchard, at the uh the orange field. Now they could the shoot. Boy, that boy shot that. They could shoot. <laughs> he was just like, damn. I said, damn. And he was trying, he was like, um, when that dude from the orchard was like with the cane, kept hitting whooping his he ass. Was beating him. <laughs> He was like, do it again. You're going to have to get two he of them. He was beating him. And I was just like, mm, okay. Like, how weird, how peculiar of you to do. But go off, mm. sir. Very <laughs> off. This this um, was a, a movie. This was a movie. Yeah. It was a movie with um, as many scandals on screen as outside the screen. Yes. After. Yeah. Speaking of, that was the other thing that I had to bring up. Apparently, what's this called? Houston and Jack Nicholson's, like, in real life, mm-hmm. they low-key has some beef. <laughs> because <laughs> it's only funny because it like goes with the theme but apparently jack was dating his daughter like outside of the movie for a couple years and houston was just like i can't believe you nigga wait That's houston gross. that was the no across like the character no across in real life oh john houston oh so they mm-hmm. had beef in real oh, life because yeah john's daughter and jack nicholson were dating for like a couple years and like they had beef on set. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I did, I did not know that. That's actually crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm proud um, of that. <laughs> hey, Let us rate that anchor into the character for real. Yeah, clearly because they was beefing. Mm-hmm. But um, so Lance, yeah. we will give you the honor of rating it first. We will do letterbox rating one out of five. Like on a scale, like on a like a star rating one to five. Mm-hmm. Man, I still get this shit a five, bro. I don't care. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm saying no, because like me watching it the first first time, dude, me watching it the first time, I appreciated it. And then me watching it again, I I saw it in a a way I didn't before. Now that I've like done, I've more experience with filmmaking and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I guess watching it from a filmmaker perspective, that's why I still give it a five. Especially since at the end, when Giddis relives his whole bad experience again, in Chinatown mm-hmm. oh, with yeah. all that happening. That was just like, damn, bro. Like, I don't know, like just to see his art go to like um back to the down, like into a negative arc, I should say. I don't know. It was just like seeing that happen and the whole forget it is Jake's Chinatown thing. It was just like, damn, bro, that's crazy. But as far as like, yeah, for a filmmaker perspective, that's why I give it a vibe. Just because I appreciate the direction, the shots, everything like that. So I know y'all looking at it from a different one, but yeah. for me, that's that's the reason why I give it a five. And it's just like, yeah. So well, congrats on being our first five ever. Yeah. <laughs> you are our first five, but yeah. I guess it had to be done. So Courtney, what do you think? Um, I give this movie personally, um, I give it three out of five. But that's because like I said, the acting sometimes kind of threw me. I don't think the acting was the main point of this movie. Like I hate to say it. I just don't think that's what people or that was the goal of the writers and directors because it was so many scenes that were just movement, looks, like background noise, but no talking. So it really was like a watch movie mm-hmm. and it was shot 
beautifully because of that. But the acting definitely took away from me. I'm not going to the effed up like story ending, like the way it ended on like just no resolution. We don't even know what happened to get it. It's like, did he get arrested? Um, is he still a detective? Oh, he got Was... let go. They let him go. They just told him to leave. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But like, you know, like you said, we, we brought back up the, this is like another traumatic thing that happened to him in China. Does he still want to be a detective? Like, hmm. um, that's what I'm saying. I always want to know, like, what, how do they bounce off of that? But sometimes exactly. I, some movies, they just be leaving it off to, to the viewers, how they want to take it. Sometimes I just be like, bro, I don't want to imagine it myself. Just show me. You know <laughs> exactly. Like, like, tell me. And they, they didn't do that. So I was like, I have to give it three. Um, just because, and also like, it was really fucking long. Like it was a long movie and I'm never opposed to a long movie, but if it's a long movie, it better have me at the end of my seat. Like I need to be enthralled, laughing, crying, scared for at least an hour and 30 minutes. And it did not do that for me. I was watching movie like, okay, next scene, what's happening next? Like even towards mm-hmm. the end, I was like, all right, now I'm just annoyed. Cause what's going to say? Is she going to go with John? Like, is she going to go, I mean, with Noah, like, is she going to go with the cross dude? Like, he was trying to get her. Is he going to get her now? The cops mm-hmm. are in his pocket. So for that, I give it a three out of five. Okay. Um. Yeah, I agree. A three. Um. <laughs> I think it was, I, don't, I think the acting was good for, like, mm-hmm. what it was supposed to be. It was shot really nice, which I appreciated. The story was good. And I think the story line did kind of take some points off for me. And mm-hmm. it kind of was like, in the beginning, it was a little slower than I would have wanted it to be. I think I was expecting more because it was a mystery. And I feel like a lot of mysteries, actually, no, I'm lying. Because I did watch Perry Mason back in the day. And they were kind of just slow. But I don't know. I feel yeah, like yeah, it's just like, it didn't, period, maybe. I don't yeah, know. it didn't really like give me anything. Like I, there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of emotion that went through from the screen to me. And I think yeah. that's why I couldn't give it anything more than a, I don't think I would have given it anything more than a three and a half really. Yeah. Because of but that. I, I do think that, not sure that I think that a lot of mystery movies for the most part are very slow paced because just like they find out the clues, we find out the clues. Yeah. Like, even in some like the more modern ones, like um, the Batman movie was a mystery movie and it had to have been one of the shit. Like it was super <laughs> fucking slow and I was just, it's a, that was a long, that movie was damn near three hours. Yeah. It was a long yeah. ass mystery movie. Mm-hmm. Like right. for whatever reason, anywho. So I feel like a <laughs> lot of movies that are mystery are supposed to be like that. Cause like we're finding out just as they are. So True. uncover the clues with us, I think. And then, okay, yeah. and then plus, I think another thing was, you know how some mystery movies will point blank tell you. Mm-hmm. Oh, we found this. It's gotta be connected. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're seeing it outright rather than, okay, if the director, like, if the camera's on something for a period of time, obviously that means that's something that you should pay attention to. You know, like, how some blatantly give you the answers, how while others kind of like you just look and you're like, okay, huh. And then you just kind of remember it as you watch the movie and stuff like that. I feel like it's just like the reason why they're long, probably just because you gotta like put a lot of the pieces together. And That's you got to give yourself time to put the pieces together yourself as mm-hmm. the story unfolds, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Plus, it was a different time period because, what, Knives, I don't know how, Knives Out wasn't, it was like- That wasn't hours, slow, maybe. though. It wasn't it slow, wasn't. but that's what I'm saying. But it was like, a, that's what I'm saying. A different generation, different director, different mm-hmm. vision. 
and it was and still also, executed nicely in my opinion so yeah it was, and also like it was chris evans so chris evans you heard it here first that's why hell that's why i tuned in i know that's why I was, <laughs> if you was that movie, i would not have been watching no knives out i'm like what is this but like no him no. in that damn sweater is why i watched the movie I'm sorry. I watched it for Lakeith. Ooh. <laughs> I do love Lakeith too, though. Lakeith, I'm a fan. But... He's a good actor. I like him too. Mm-hmm. I watch it for All right. Chris, so let's hear our hot takes. And you can combine your hot take with if you would give it a double take. Yeah. So would you watch it again? Mm-hmm. What does hot take mean? Like, is it just like, what is like a favorite Any hot take you have or... from the movie? Like anything that kind of like sticks out to you or something that you feel like encompasses the movie. Okay. That, you know, most people wouldn't really think about. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Bet, bet, bet. So... In my eyes, at the end of the movie, when Giddis is like looking at all girls' dead body in the car or whatever, right? And mm-hmm. he's just like out of there. Like you can see it in his face. Like he's just like distraught because he's yeah. like, bro, this shit again, right? But the thing that he said, bef- like the last line he had was as little as possible. He said that. And then that's when the cop was like, what did you just say? Man, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here, right? Mm -hmm. and he leaves and then i was like bro i swear i heard him say that somewhere in the movie so i literally looked it up just because i was like what like what i swear he said that before and then come to find out whenever that one scene before he ironed uh evelyn jeans or whatever right (laughs) (laughs) before he ironed her jeans she was asking him like oh, what did the DA have you do when you were working in Chinatown? He said, as little as possible. That's what he was told to do, as little oh. as possible. And so he was saying, because she died, I should I should never even gotten involved because that probably wouldn't have happened. Like, if he was doing as little as possible? Probably. probably. Either, I think it, it was either that or even he was thinking about what he was told back in that day and he's just reliving everything that he went through once. It, like, I don't know. But I mm-hmm. do, yeah, that, like, that even makes sense as well, but still that 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 was like i was like damn like they didn't have to tell us anything as far as like oh damn i don't know how i'm gonna come back from this like mm-hmm. you know point out the obvious or some shit like he said that and me going back to look for why he said that and everything made me be like wow like that's some that's like that's a that's a good that, like that's a good ass script right up you feel me yeah yeah, yeah, I didn't even I didn't notice that. But yeah, that was my hot take. As far as double take, you know, I only watched this again because of y'all. <laughs> so literally, I was gonna let this film be mm. on my letterbox. Interesting. Where, yeah, like wow. I don't I don't know. Like just because like some films are just meant to be watched one time. Yeah, mm. this is definitely one of those films. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, like, 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 yeah, honestly, just because like, I'm glad I watched it again with this new perspective that I have on things, but still I only watched it because y'all were like, okay, this is the movie you pick, watch mm-hmm. it again. So I was right. like, okay, fine, but yeah. So am I going to watch it a third time? Nah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but you can do your like final thoughts. I think this is just one of those movies that kind of plays into... Cops don't do anything. I, I don't want to do. get, you know, harassed. But. Yeah, I don't want to get political, but it's true. Like, this kind of showed that in a different light and in a different demographic. Like, mm-hmm. even if you 
Even if you white, I'm sorry. If somebody paying money, I'm going to turn a blind eye. And that's what it gave for me. Very but I watch it again. Definitely not. But <laughs> but I, when it, like um, Lance said, it was good. It was a good time. Good laugh to watch for. I feel like I, I would have needed a reason to watch this. I wouldn't have just turned this on. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so my... Final thoughts. I just think that this movie, I'm not even gonna lie, like once we found out the end point, I was just so disgusted. It kind of threw me off from what the hell. (laughs) So I like, from that alone, I was just like, oh God, gross. And then also I just, I don't know, like I, it wasn't anything I feel super like, you know, really, you know, thought provoking that I feel like I could say about this movie that I was like, oh, this, I just like, it's like, I, I'm glad I watched it so I can say that I did watch it. I wouldn't watch it again because of the director alone. Like True. for that simple reason, I would never watch this movie again. Um, and then also it was just super freaking long for no reason. And I don't think the payoff was worth the length of the movie. So Definitely. for that alone, it's like, I wouldn't watch it. Like if it was a two hour movie with like this really interesting full closure moment, which I don't think all movies need to have a full closure moment. Let me like put a disclaimer. All movies don't, but it depends on how the rest of the movie was written. Like Inception, it's not the best movie, but it's supposed to be like a mind-blowing thriller. So the fact that it doesn't have a real ending makes sense for that film. Like, I don't expect to be like, oh, are they out the dream? But for this, I'm kind of like, it's a detective mystery. I want the crime and the people involved in the crime. Some like penance has to happen and it didn't happen. So for that, I'm like, yeah, I'm not a fan. And then I definitely wouldn't watch this again. I don't care if somebody was like, you need to watch this for a damn class. I would look up those spark notes. <laughs> do it that well, you've way. You've already watched it, so you wouldn't have had to I watch was it. Again. Say, you, you got it. You got it. Yeah, it's in your head now. So unfortunately, I don't. I don't know. Like you know, if it's like five years from now, I'm like, I'm gonna go to grad school for whatever yeah. reason. They're like, you need to watch this for like a class, like film theory. I'm like, I'm not yeah, watching no. that. I'm not watching. That. <laughs> nah, <laughs> hey, yeah. Okay, so I guess collectively, we need to decide: Do we think that this is a classic film? Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. classic. Okay. It's a classic. Okay. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know about all the time. Just because it's like, unless you were doing research for it, then it would have came around mm-hmm. your way. Mm-hmm. But I still think that it's a classic for sure. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a classic. I They said what kind of classic it was. It is because the critic average for this movie is an A+. Plus. Like, they always say it's like one of the best. Like, it literally got an A plus on IndieWire, and that was the average critic review was oh. A plus. Because it was, people said it was a perfect film. That was, was the, like, the consensus about this film was it was a perfect film. It was, the way you do a film is this, like, copy, paste. I would disagree, whatever, I but. I saw Eden's face, she said. Hmm. Yeah, it's a perfect film, but it's called, I don't want to have to read this whole article, too. It is a classic, though. It's considered a classic. I just they didn't say. Let's just say, it, it's, I don't know what, to, I can't define the classic, but it's a classic. This is a classic, people. It's got some type. It's got a type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. For I feel sure. like if you're a, a budding film, like creator, producer, director, it's a film to watch, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if you, especially if you like mystery. So, Exactly. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well. Lance, thank you for being our first official guest on the Kind of Sort of Cinephiles podcast. Woo-woo. We would like to extend so much, you know, gratitude, honor. You should be honored. Look, congratulations. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm super honored, bro. First of all, good meeting up with you again, Eden. It's been a minute, so it's good to see you again. I know. Courtney, <laughs> nice to meet you. You cool. <laughs> so, hey, I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy that you guys started this and I hope that you guys keep it going and because it's only going to go up 
as you guys do it more and more and more. So I wish y'all nothing but success with this and everything else that you guys got going on. And thank y'all for having me here. I'm so honored to be a part of this. Hey, so Mm -hmm. hey, later down the line, when y'all get so big, y'all got history books first. We have your big movie premiere. We got to be invited. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, look, Lance, don't act like you weren't on the pod. Cause you we delete the episode. <laughs> it's stuff like this, stuff like this. I will forever remember. So any, as I grow, I'll make sure I shout you guys out. Cause y'all contributed to that. You feel me? So I thank greatly you. appreciate y'all. I'm going to never forget that. Best believe. Yes. So. Thank you. We appreciate you it. We need everybody to check out his page, check mm-hmm. out his projects. I think I've seen like one or two of yours, but there were earlier stuff that you did when we were still in school. Yeah. I need to watch the B&B. That's what I need to watch. Yeah. yeah I heard yeah, that yeah. was good. Yeah, definitely check okay. it out. Definitely check it out. All my stuff is at We Will Studios. Everything yes. is at We Will Studios. And he'll be tagged in the Instagram and the Twitter post. Yeah. So make so sure you go to his page. And check it out. And actually, you know, follow and check it out. Be yes. A <laughs> Be a supporter of Black Art. Exactly. <laughs> so we appreciate everyone for listening this week. And we'll be back the Sunday after next. Yeah. On the Kind of Sort of Cinephiles podcast. Bye. Mm-hmm.